So the lady we're speaking to today is quite an achiever in just about every aspect of her life. And I know her personally, I've watched her grow up to be a very dynamic, confident woman. A mother of four, literally winning the Mom of the Year Award. Now that is an achievement on its own. So whether, whether we're coming up with COBOL programming and being top of the class or, you know, get, receiving massive accolades for a nursing degree, she, she takes on the academic world just with the amount of grace that, that kind of matches her style today, her dress style, how she interacts with people. So I'm really excited to be speaking to this powerful woman today and we're going to get a bit of where she comes from, what she's all about. And I'm excited to welcome Veronique, or should I say Nikki? <laughs> either, either one, Rory. <laughs> I, I, I think Nikki would be a more appropriate one for me because it, it gives me kind of the sense that I've journeyed with you through life until this point, you know. So, yeah. Uh, first, Nikki, the, the one thing that I want to bounce off you is I, I sent you a link to the five love languages. Have you taken that test do you have any feedback on yes i just want to say good morning and yeah thank you for having me <laughs> and for the brilliant intro <laughs> yeah it's it, it's a pleasure it's just it's just exciting to be able to be doing this with you because i think a lot of people who know you see you from the outside and they see this dynamic person and you know a lot of things are just passed over and i think today we we want to sort of scratch in afrikaans they say you will crap for it me so that we can just get a bit of things coming through and i think um, you have such a big story to tell you have such a lot to share with the people so it's all about you today and we'll kick off basically by you know, investigating this love language story. Um, I found it quite interesting in your case when you look through it now. What's your your take on your assessment of yourself and do you agree with it? Well, no surprises there. My, two, my primary love language is affirmation and the second one was um, acts of service. So, yeah, that's me spot on and how I feel validated by other people. Um, so yeah, no, you know, no big surprises. I would have thought oh, the third one was touch. So it was more or less in line with what I, what I thought, you know, so yeah. Look, here, <laughs> um, I, I have this conflict because as, as I think I've mentioned to you, mine is touch and affirmations. And I have this conflict inside of me that, you know, affirmations sometimes is interpreted that we we want to be told all the time that we are good and we're the best and everything is is that how you understand affirmations or do you have like a, no a, you know people i don't know if you've seen everywhere especially on social media the, the term narcissist is is thrown around and seems to be trending and yeah we do have true narcissistic personality disorders but I, I believe that every single one of us, to a certain extent, are narcissistic. We want love. We want validation. We want to be made to feel important. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, that is what life is about. Um, mm -hmm. So, no, it's not a negative thing. I mean, you want to feel important to those that you care about. I mean, what's the point then? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you you said your second one was acts of service. Of service. Um, so when people, so 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 yeah, that might be a bit weird for most people because when we think of acts of service, we think we validated when people give us gifts or or what's the word spoil us. But acts of service in, in this context was when people do something for you, especially when you're stressed and busy, but they take the pressure and the burden off. And and that, that for me is so amazing because I always say, you know, actions do speak louder than words. Um, and yeah, that is just me spot on. So I really appreciate when someone takes the time and effort to do something special in the sense, you know, run an errand or or fix something that I can't deal with or help me with something. So, so yeah, so that's, I, I love that. I mean, how, how do you show someone you care about them apart from buying gifts? You know, you do something that's important for them. So, yeah. Very, I love that very, <laughs> very interesting because I think it, it marries the two of affirmations as kind of, you know, oh, uh, I care for you, I love you, uh, you know, you're looking good today. There's those words of affirmation, acts of service seems to almost underpin putting action to it, putting a real practical thing. It's a kind of faith with works kind of scenario where yes, it's yes. not just the spoken word, but people are showing it in the true sense. I've looked at a distance seeing you with this um, mum award. I don't know exactly what it is, the super mum of the year or something like that. What was all that about? Uh, and what so, made you decide to even, you know, <laughs> go down that route? Um. So it was a beauty competition. It was SA Single Mom of the Year. Um, and as you know, I have entered beauty competitions when I was very young and I did modeling. So that always attracted me. I could never enter the Mrs. South Africa. Well, I can't because I'm not married. I'm divorced. Um, but I, it also happened at a time when I was going through a difficult patch in my life. Um and I needed, I, I kept busy, you know, I was trying to do all these different things to, to take the focus of, of, off of what I was going through. And I thought, Ugh, let me just do this. What have I got to lose? <laughs> <laughs> and it certainly, um, so it was, you know, I take my hat off to people who do beauty pageants as a professional career because it is emotionally and physically exhausting. Um, you literally have to think out of the box. Um, but the, the the greatest part of it was I met such amazing women in this whole process, because it was a whole week-long process in Joburg that I had to fly up for, um, and getting to know their stories so there were very some very, very sad and tragic stories. And yeah, I thought, sure, and I'm moaning about my life. And look at these strong, amazing women who are making a difference in in everyone else's lives. And it was so great m meeting new people and making friends. So a lot of those women I'm still in contact with to this day. And yeah, it's just it was it was a very difficult experience, as I said. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's, you know, 
it got me out of my rut, got me out of my comfort zone. And yeah, so, and it gave me confidence, it really did. So again, probably the affirmation <laughs> thing comes through. Um, but yeah, and you know what was so amazing as well? The support and the backing I got from PE because the public had to vote. Um, I mean, and total strangers were messaging me and wishing me everything of the best and SMSing and all of that. So, yeah, so that was great. I mean, I thought, you know, you you think that people don't know you or people you don't you don't mean anything to people. But it was it was so fascinating to see all the the messages of support and the cheering on from total strangers. So that was awesome. Yeah. It's it's amazing when when somebody and we don't realize this when when somebody in the community achieves everyone who's part of that community tends to feel a a part of that feel a piece of that achievement. It's like when you know Tesla when uh, what Elon Musk sent the SpaceX to the moon. Everybody in South Africa felt the pride and everyone wants to be part of it. So. <laughs> I, I often say, people, it's not about ourselves. It's not about our achievements and how we only feel, but we inspire others. And, and that's the, the key thing is you only realize afterwards your actions have an impact, whether positive or negative, on a lot of other people's lives. But uh, in, in a case like this now, if, if you have a knock on your door tomorrow or today, actually, they should give you a bit of a break today. <laughs> but if, if if you had a knock on your door tomorrow and somebody walked in and and kind of sounded like they were exactly in the same position you were before you went on this competition that helped you through, you know, overcoming a couple of stuff, they might not have the the pretty face to to go and stand in a competition like that. But how would you how would you put a package together to help somebody? Because I think your experience would have established some sort of base for you to help others with, because that's usually what life's about. We go through these experiences so we can be of value. So somebody comes in and says, Nikki, I'm going through this challenging time. And it sounds exactly like the time you went through your challenging time. How would you kind of relate to them? Would there be like a key nugget you'll help them with? Well, you know, you know, I always say this, that we have to remain authentic to ourselves and true to ourselves. Um, that is the greatest gift that you can give anyone. Um, and some, I mean, you're not you're not going to impress some people all of the time. Um, but you 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 cannot try and deny who you are. And I think the when we when we realize who we are and how powerful and strong we actually are, um, then you know the sky's the limit. Um, so yeah, so for me, it's always about authenticity, um, transparency, and honesty. Mm -hmm. And even if it annoys people, always stand up for what you believe in and who you are, because that's that is your identity. So why why would you want to hide who your identity um, and present a fake image to the world? Um, so yeah, so so that would be my key message. Um, and then I think you know we all just need to listen and and learn from others. Um, 
you know, as you say, every person has a story. And anybody who says otherwise is is lying or they're not they're not prepared to confront their own story. And maybe it's because it's painful. And I also think that we all go through things for a reason. Um, sometimes a, a friend put it brilliantly one day. So he said to me, maybe it's not because you need to learn a lesson. Maybe you're just the messenger. And I thought, wow, wow. you know, that wow, is that's powerful. Because I also just thought, geez, all these horrible things happening to me. Like, what more <laughs> must I learn? Like, can I get a break now? Like, you know, like life, can you use some lubricant? And he said, hold on. <laughs> And I thought that was powerful. So yeah, I do believe we everything happens for a reason. And eventually life does turn out how it's meant to be, even though we can't see it at the time. So yeah. <laughs> I always had this this viewpoint that everything that happens, it's not about us. It's not only about us. And I think that whole narcissist part that you were speaking about earlier we tend to kind of think the whole world evolves around us. So if we're going through pain, it's just us and it all relates to us. But if we realize we're part of a bigger picture, you know, there's there's other people in the life around us and we might just be a specific part of that puzzle. Yes. I, I want to put something to you because I love listening to music and I know you do love listening to music. Uh, but just generally in life, uh, you know, not necessarily music per se, but what is the one thing that really excites you about life? And then on the flip side of that, what is the one thing that annoys you to no bitter end? <laughs> the one thing that excites me, people. The one thing that annoys me to the bitter end, people. <laughs> <laughs> well put, well put. So I love, I love people. I love watching human interactions and dynamics. I find it absolutely fascinating. But at the same time, sometimes I really just want to slap everyone and say, for heaven's sake. So yeah, I always say, you know, the world has evolved so much except human beings i mean we have sociologists psychologists psychiatrists anthropologists we have all these resources and yet no one to this day can understand or define human nature i mean humans are a very complicated species so you think with all these resources we'd have a better understanding but we don't so yeah so that's what's fascinating but yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, interesting. I'm going to give you a, a quick. Uh, we we don't have commercial breaks on on the podcast, but uh, I will give you a five minute break here. It's not a real break, but I'm giving you five minutes to teach me something I don't know about life. Uh, it could be how you intubate somebody, uh, how you do a COBOL program. But something that you think I know nothing about. I'm giving you five minutes. I have absolutely not, no idea of your skill that you want to share with me. You've got to teach me something. Now, after these five minutes, I should be more wise about whatever you're going to be teaching me. Oh, my head. That's a difficult one. I know. But it could be how to model. It could be how to make a cake. It 
could be anything, but it's just your ability to teach me something that I possibly don't know. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to be superficial, though. <laughs> Nobody's asked you to be very deep with your, <laughs> with your process. I'll get to the superficial stuff. <laughs> I, I'm, happy, I'm happy with that as long as I know something in five minutes' time that I didn't know now. So I'll be happy. I'll be happy. I'm content. And I don't want to do the medical stuff because I think we're all over it. Um, okay. Okay. So from the top of my head, do you know how everyone posts parts in their Instagram pics? So to get the perfect part, you don't actually put your, <laughs> <first one. laughs> you don't your lips together like a duck. You actually take a deep breath. <laughs> and release the breath slowly, and that's how you part. <laughs> that was actually taught to us in modeling, funnily enough. So, yeah, so when I see these pics of these duck faces, I'm like, why would you want to do that? Okay, that, is so, super, that is so superficial, it just took 30 seconds. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. Thanks, thanks. I I will know how to pout in future. <laughs> That's for the ladies who want who want to look sultry and sexy without looking, you know, like the typical duck. Um. Okay. So 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 you you don't put your lips together and you breathe out. How does it go again? And you have to take a deep breath in. Yeah. <laughs> and then you breathe out slowly and then whoever's taking the pic should be taking it while you're breathing out slowly. So you have this natural natural looking part okay. of not pursing your lips together. Okay. Besides your pouting and your pouting ability, what what are you probably known best for? Don't tell me pouting, please, because that, that No, I actually be... don't pout. I don't pout. Um <laughs> Only at my kids because they really drive me bananas. Yeah. Um, for my outspokenness and having no issues in or qualms in calling people twats. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be a negative thing. Um, yeah, yeah, and then the other one would be my cooking and baking because I cook and bake a lot. So And I love cooking and baking, so yeah. And on the flip side of that... <laughs> What what is Nikki known for? We've you've told us that you've got say those yeah. two things plus probably a lot more. But what's the thing that nobody really knows about you? Not your dark secrets. Uh, we can't reveal all of that. But you know whether it's a talent or something you have that people will be surprised to hear. Is there something that you've got deep down hidden that nobody really knows about you that will be kind of surprising but not not totally revealing because uh you know we want to keep this uh 16 sure. 16 um, uh, 16 and safe kind of thing yeah i'm actually quite a very sensitive person and insecure like everyone says i'm pretty i don't think i am <laughs> um and i think that's probably a woman thing we all never satisfied with what we look like um that would be the big thing. And I'm not as confident as I appear to be. So that is also just a mask. Um, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I, you know, I, I think the fact that you identify that that is a shortcoming of you actually adds the strength to you as such. Some people who don't know that that's an issue is where the problem lies usually. So I think kudos to you that you, you're saying, listen, yeah, this is where I feel I'm sort of lacking. So it gives you the power to engage it and, you know, move in that direction. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, within everybody's life, we have these insecurities. So I'm not minimizing yours, but I, I think, you know, the the ability to open up and say this is where my challenge is, is where the power lies per se. But let's let's put you into um, a different perspective now. Okay, so so I'm going to refer to you as Madam President. Okay, because mm-hmm. you, you've just been appointed now to be the president of the world, not even I the country. I certainly couldn't do a, a worse job. I'm, I'm sure of that. <laughs> so you are president not of the country, but of the world. And you've got this, this kind of window of opportunity. But the, the game goes like this, that if you say something, the rest of the world is going to be listening, every single person, and they're going to apply exactly what you are saying is going to be the solution for the world. You know, we always look for this platform where if only people could get this truth through to them and apply it, they will change the world. Now, I know it's a big call to do to you, but you've been put onto that pedestal. And what is that that one thing that you think that if we as, as mankind can just address it in a tangible way will make the world a better place kind of thing you know it's idealistic so, but i think it's it's good to hear it from you so this is my motto to love passionately laugh joyously and live victoriously and just to expand on that you know love is what the what makes the world go around um especially in this last two weeks with all that's happening in the world if we could just love more forgive more and obviously live like jesus did and treat others the way we want to be treated 90 percent of the problems would not exist in the world i firmly believe um we all matter um and just to have respect and tolerance for everyone's beliefs whether it's cultural or religious i mean how how difficult is this we are all human beings irrespective of what we look like so that might be very simplistic but i truly believe that you know violence and hate does it's never solved anything in the world's history so why do we repeat the same thing over and over and over again i mean how many times do we have to knock our heads and learn this um, and we're still not learning. I had a, a, a nun at school because, um, you, you know, we went to a, a, a convent school and this dear old nun always said, and I'll never, to this day, I don't ever forget her statement. She says, you don't learn from your mistakes. You learn from reflecting on your mistakes. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't. So why is the world not learning from this? I mean, it's 2020 and we're still having racism and wars and all this intolerance. So why are we not learning from the past? 
because we're not reflecting or we don't care or does what is it what is the problem i just i don't know to me it's just very simple love and forgive that's the only way we're going to make a difference or change the narrative of the story well it's it's so powerful so simple and i think you know you you mentioned jesus and i think the whole power of the gospel is its simplicity it is you know just making that decision sticking with that decision and i love the way the nun kind of highlighted that fact is because yeah you could be repeating the same error all your life it's like if you never reflect on it and learn from that and then make an adjustment and change you're going to keep on doing the same thing over. Yeah. you know i think it's mm. with with success they say if you keep doing the same things you've been doing all your life you're going to keep getting what you've been getting all your life you've got to readjust exactly. you've got to assess the things uh, along the way how, how do you deal with somebody that comes um you know some people believe the earth is round some believe it's square some believe it's flat when somebody comes with a a approach that is totally different to the way you understand stuff um and, but they present it to you whether it's in a church and somebody preaches something or a politician says something how do you address that matter not not necessary from a point of i want to convince them of my opinion but how do you almost do the litmus test to find out what you hearing is valuable is it true or so do you have a process that you go through because there's so many voices around us we we hear a lot of things about different opinions different theories do you have a method of kind of filtering out and investigating before you take on some sort of new approach to be you know internalize it with yourself and make it part of your thinking you know you you have to ask the question is why is this person saying that obviously the person has a reason or why their belief is totally different um so you have to get down to the to the crux of that also um from my neurolinguistics course that I did I've learned that we all filter things differently and there is no right or wrong answer or belief um so that is also very interesting um a simple silly example is um you know every every action there is a a payoff or a benefit um so for example someone breaks into your house so that is a, a negative as a thing for you but for that person doing that there is a payoff and a benefit so that's the flip side um so we have to look at it from both angles and most of the time we don't want to um we just want to shove our opinions or beliefs down someone's throat um but not actually taking the time out to find out why that person has that belief um so yeah so to me that is very important and then of course you know we're always going to choose people or follow people that fits our narrative or backs up our beliefs. Mm, true. Um so whether it's a conspiracy theory <laughs> or not, <laughs> um if you go on Google or YouTube, you will always find something that's going to back up your belief. Does it necessarily make it right? No. Um 
but to me my faith is very important so if it doesn't fit in with my spiritual beliefs then I have to question it um, I always say um, I really don't care what people believe in but if that belief makes them a better decent human being then, then by all means believe that then but if your beliefs are hurting and impacting other people's lives in such a negative way, then there is something wrong with your belief. So, so I look at it, I filter it out like that. Um, and I think also in the last two months, with the whole COVID and everything else, um, we're also very quick to believe people in authority um, without questioning. And sometimes we do need to question, um, and that has become very clear now, <laughs> nearly three months later of lockdown, that some things are not making sense. And yet, when you do question, you will get a lot of people that like are so gassed at why are you even questioning this? I mean, because a scientist or a doctor or a politician or the president has said it, it must be right forgetting that those people are all just human beings. So yeah, I, I've i just come to the point where it must fit in with my spiritual beliefs, otherwise it's not gonna work for me. <laughs> you spoke about not giving me five minutes of a deep explanation of something to teach me, but I think you've now flipped on the other side of getting it really, <laughs> really deep into the thinking behind how people deal with other people. I, I've got so many nuggets out of what you were speaking about now. It, it seems that you, you have a, a higher standard, something that's outside the human species, if I can call that. You, you've, you've got God as your, your kind of primary sort of measuring your litmus test always goes back to, to that so that it, it's not totally influenced by man's whims and fancy. But, but still on the other side of things, we we have to deal with human beings. So do you have somebody that, that plays a role in your life on this earth that you kind of can single out as being maybe a, like a mentor kind of thing? I wouldn't say one per se. I, I would say quite a few. Um, I've Apart from my kids, my kids motivate me and inspire me and they give me beautiful nuggets every single day. Beautiful. <laughs> Even when they're annoying me. But I do have close friends that I call my prayer warriors, um, people that I can talk to and just be me with and, you know, um, be totally honest with and, and what I'm going through. And, and they're the ones that will say, oh, but look at it this way. And also, they can be totally honest, even if I'm not going totally off on a tangent, you know, they can pull me in the right direction and say, no, mm, no maybe you're wrong. Um, but because we have got such great close relationships and they know who I am and they, they really do care, I'd be wary of taking perhaps those, someone's advice that I'm not close to, who, who doesn't really know me. So that also is important. We, we need to be careful to, to filter that out as well. Um, you know, don't just listen to anyone that's randomly telling you something. Um, so I take it from close friends and family, and I've got many that, you know, 
that really just inspire and motivate me and will pull me in the right direction if I'm going off <laughs> in the wrong way. I so much can relate to that. I, I usually say I can count on, on my one hand who the people are that have earned the right to speak into my life. Um, you exactly, know, that's important, yeah. They, they, they would have had to work hard. They would have had to... I, I played a game once, and, and I might have to just reflect on my, my situation. I played a game once with a, a guy, and we were playing... I don't know if you know the game Scruples. Mm, no, I can't it's, say that I... It's a, danger, it's a dangerous game because <laughs> you deal with scruples questions. So the question came up and then you ask the person the question. So they're sitting with their friends around and then based on their answer, you vote whether you really believe them or not. So it's, oh, okay. you, it becomes very tense at certain situations. And this guy said to me, uh, I said to him, I don't think you'd behave that way. And he said he would behave that way. And it got quite tense. And then he said to me, well, if this is the way you see me, then it's not, uh, then I don't want to be your friend kind of thing. Then I said, well, if you can't be in a position that you get offended by me and still be my friend, then it's probably not a relationship we we can ever build onto. And up yeah. until today, I would consider him my best friend. It's talking about 20 20 plus years later. It's because you define that irrespective of what happens, we're going to have each other's backs and we can irritate each other. But that's the person I'll go to when I need to really dig down and ask things that apply to me. So when you talk about family and friends around you and people that link up with you close, I actually realize that having a single mentor is probably a a sort of a lower level of mentorship than having a group, a community of people that sort of play a role with you. So that's actually quite insightful that you you shared that through there. Is is there anything in life that you could say there was one important lesson you learned along the way that, that really changed the course of your life? Um, or is it just a culmination of many things? I think it's a culmination of many things, but I also, because um, there's was plenty of <laughs> things. Too, too much to mention. Yeah, but um, I do have to say this. Every single lesson, no matter how painful it was, changed me for the better, not bitter. <laughs> and um, when I look back now, I was like, okay, so why did I stress and go through all this agony and pain for what? Because um, now it really doesn't matter. Um, so I, as I say, uh, like I've said before, I think everything happens for a reason and we learn. Um, and sometimes you want to kick yourself. <laughs> You're like, what the hell are you doing or thinking? Or why did you put so much emphasis on what you were going through on the, at that time? But, you know, that's the thing with trauma um, and any trauma. So nobody should say to anyone else, you know, they are, this is what I hate when people say, um, oh, just get over yourself. There are people going through worse things. Yeah, so, so there are people going through worse things. Um, but at the time that you are going through something, that is traumatic and eventful for you. So let's not 
minimize it or diminish what someone is going through, even though we might think, oh, that's just so trivial. Um, loss is loss, grief is grief, pain is pain. It doesn't matter how it came about. Um, so yeah, so that I think is, you know, that everything, it's the faith and, and the belief that the best is yet to come. Because if we don't have hope and we don't have faith, then, then what is the point? Sure. Veronique, it's, <laughs> it's really been a very interesting talk. Uh, or, or... You see, I can be deep when I have time. <laughs> <laughs> no, pretty. Look, I, I have to say that, you know, the thing about your, your stumbling blocks that you have along the way, if you don't reflect on them, that is really a key point that I've taken out of this. If you're making mistakes and you don't reflect on them, you don't learn, that, that is kind of quite a powerful point. But I think what is probably going to be more significant as as we round up this this lovely chat that we had is I'm going to put a challenge out to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you, you have children. Mm -hmm. Okay. We always will trust God that you will be around to see your children's children, which is going to be your grandchildren. But we are going to play a little scenario as we play out with the last last sort of thing I want to put on your table. And your children have their children and you're happy to spend time with them. But then you move on into the next life and you spend your time beautifully in heaven. But one of your children have another child, another grandchild that you weren't. Now, this, this seems to be quite a deep question I'm asking, but... <laughs> This grandchild hasn't experienced who their grandmother is. And I want you to leave a message, a recorded message for that grandchild who's never met you, who doesn't know who you are, who's got no idea except what her mother has told her, which is your daughter. But I'd like you to give her a message about the world that she's coming into from her grandmother from beyond, if I can call it that way, what what would be that that kind of eternal message that we could leave for that grandchild, that would really, basically say who you were, as as a person, you know, without too much detail per se, but who you were, um, and what lessons you'd like her to take on into her life, as far as whether it covers parenting or so forth. This might give you a probably a five-minute stint or two or three-minute stint, but it's up to you just to express it. So she puts in, not a cassette, but she's going to play this MP3 and listen to you speaking to her now. And let's say her name is, what would be, what would her name be? What would your granddaughter's name be? Oh, geez, I haven't thought that far ahead. Let, let's, just, let's just give a name out there, a beautiful oh. name. Tatiana, I always wanted this Russian. Oh my name. goodness! Why should why should you choose that name? I can show you so many times. I've I've actually got it on my device, and I've got a friend whose daughter's called Tatiana. So if there's anything more spot on than that, um, so yes, the granddaughter's name will be Tatiana. And now you're speaking to Tatiana, and you're leaving this message. And this will be our our final sort of talk out and and then I'll close off the session when we're done with it. Okay, over to you. So, dear Tatiana, just remember that you are beautifully and wonderfully made 
and that you, your name matters to the one that is most important, and his name is Jesus. Treat everyone the way you would want to be treated. Embrace life, grab it by the horns um, without fear. Um, yeah, especially without fear. We've got one life to live. But we live every day, so just embrace every single moment, whether it's good, whether it's bad, because um, it can get very harsh and very ugly and very raw, but that's the beauty of it. Just live victoriously, laugh joyously, and love passionately. Um, and to remember that life without human connections means nothing at all. That's the most important and the most beautiful part of life, the human connections. So it doesn't matter how many titles you achieve or all the successes or all the wealth, how you impact somebody else's life. People will always remember how you made them feel. And that is the most important part. And of course, my favorite, None of us are getting out of here in life, so don't take life too seriously. And when we die, our graves are all the same size, so just just enjoy it. Yeah, so that's basically it. <laughs> Thank you, Granny. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. <laughs> oh, Nikki, it's the best blessing. I'm looking forward to when, when it does happen. <laughs> to me today that oh last night that i'm a high risk because i'm old and out of all these reasons he listed the only the old part stuck out and i was like what? <laughs> uh, i think so I, now, i'm not ready for the granny part yet i'm struggling i'm still struggling with the parents the mommy part so i'm definitely not ready for the granny part oh boy but but you know what the the reality is and and just do this exercise um you go and look at a photo of your mom or your dad when they were like in their late 40s and you recall the time that you were maybe growing up or, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It is crazy. We, we saw them as parents, you know, these old people. And today we are almost in that same position, you know, and, exactly. and life just comes through and, and floats past us. And I think to your point, the important thing that we have to realize is that we must get over ourselves and and just live the life. We only have one life to, mm. to really live. So let's let's embrace it. And again, I repeat, let's reflect on our mistakes, not just make the mistakes over and over. I think that's my nugget for the day. So I appreciate the nun. Oh, wow. So this gave you a nugget. <laughs> and I appreciate your input on that. <laughs> Nikki, thanks so much. It's it's really been a blessing listening to you. Thank and, you. I was a bit mm. wary of this and thinking, mm, <laughs> what are you going to ask me? But it was quite fun. <laughs> There's so much that, that you hear along the way, but it's I would say it's never immortalized. And I'll close off with saying this. Um, you know, if you look at great people in the Bible, it's often been people that didn't think they could contribute, you know, Moses felt he was a murderer. Um, King David, he is doing his thing. So everybody felt that they fell short of the thing. 
But that's the point mm. at which they rely more on God and that's where the genius comes in. And I, I always love it when people go like, but I've got nothing to tell. Then I'm like, okay, then you're the one I want to speak with. <laughs> yeah. So look here, God bless you and thank you so much for thank your time. Thank you so much. And, uh, thank you. Yeah, we, we, we trust that uh, we may be able to touch base in a in a sort of a way like this maybe a few years down the line and reflect on how this period has been because I think during this lockdown period there's a lot of things and a lot of interactions that we've gone through that we've will be able to really relate to a generation that comes after us yeah yeah interesting times indeed I tell you but God bless and and thank you so much thank you have a great day <laughs> I'm going to just warm my coffee up and finish my rusks and I think then my, my day would be made. Uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nikki, God bless, yeah. my dear. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye.